What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, what up, everybody? My name is Kason. I'm going to be filling in today on The God Show. What's up, everybody? This is Ray Daniels, uh, the culture referee. I'm here on The Goats and Underdog Show, a.k.a. The God Show, with Kason. Let's have some fun. Let's talk. All right, Ray, I got, I got a few questions to ask you today. You know, um, I just graduated. Hold tomorrow. on. First of all, how you doing today, man? <laughs> Let's shake it a little bit. How you I'm, doing today? I'm doing real good today. It's your first time filming with me because Tamara is somewhere trying to save the world. Exactly. And know. JR didn't want to sit in the seat today. So I had to take over. So so let's let's have some fun. Let's have get it. Fun. All right. So I got a few questions I want to ask you. You know, I just graduated two months ago. What's your thoughts on college? Man, what's my thoughts on college? Uh, I would say go to college for the experience first and second for the degree if you need it if you're trying to be a doctor you actually need a degree so you should go to college uh but to me college is the first real true network experience for us because like you're you're around people who's not from your neighborhood at least you i went to junior college i was with people from high school i went to junior college too for real what school you went to i went to arkansas baptist when i started out started and then what (laughs) ended up at usc (laughs) ended up where at the University of Southern California, but exactly, I went to Atlanta Metropolitan College. It was like 13th grade. But I've been I've been asked a lot, like how I, how I like it here, and I've been telling people I've learned more here in three weeks than I feel like I've learned in college. Well, college is about networking and the degree. Like that is your first network. You go to college for the network. I don't think people go to Harvard because the education is that much better. You just go to Harvard because the people that you're going to school with are considered the future leaders of the world. So I want my kids to go to college uh, because I want, but I want them to see it as a networking opportunity to find like-minded people like themselves and hopefully build with those people. But I'm, I'm all about college. I just, I just really didn't go. I'm, I'm max. One of my largest regrets in life is that I didn't have the college experience. So trust me, we good. I can say I had a great experience in college. Every college I've been to, I've been. All right, so let's get into this. Um, Chris Rock denies hosting the 2023 Oscars because he says the Oscar slap was just too much. Yeah, that's to me, that's to me, whoever asked him, that was some passive aggressive shit. It's like, 
asking someone to come back to the scene of the crime of the most embarrassing moment of their life. They should have known better, but obviously we're not worried about people's mental health. We're worried about ratings and what's going to make us the most money. So uh, I agree that Chris Rock shouldn't host it. And if he did host it, he should host it with him and Will Smith together, starting out with a hug and then really showing us what growth looks like. But to invite Chris Rock back by himself, uh, nah, I wouldn't do it if I was him. I don't even blame him for that. So, you know, he made the right decision because we're all going to only tune in to see him. We're not going to even tune in for the awards. And it'll also be a huge distraction. So, yeah, he shouldn't do that shit. They know better than that. But, you know, sometimes people are like, let's ask him. <laughs> see what he says. You know, like he might say yes. Man, y'all know better than that. Okay, okay. So, um, Young Blue is building his own university to help artists and producers. Young Blue's only 28. What do you think about this? Well, I love the fact that people like Young Blue are doing, are looking at themselves as a vessel for people to have opportunities. Um, I think that that's brilliant. Um, it's, and it's also interesting because he's calling it a university. He didn't call it a label, which to me is like telling that it's like, I think people are starting to gather that this is not about business as much as and making money as much as it's about learning growing and letting the money be the the byproduct of those two things so i love that he called it the university i i, I always want to call my shit radar university well i think some people do call it that people do be like i graduated radar university you know i just ain't monetize it the way he did so you know i fuck with that you know what i'm saying it's always good man to when you when you get to opportunities to give people the opportunity to 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 give back or to get to where you are. I hate when people get to the top of the of the elevator and then they try to cut the cord. Like send the damn send the cart back down so we can come up too, bro. So shout out to him for doing that. Okay, so this is a question I had a few weeks ago and I wanted to get your opinion on it. When artists used to start out a few years ago, not even feel a long time ago, like say when Beyonce first started. Yep. We seen her releasing mad music, like albums videos, so much content. Okay. Nowadays, artists are taking forever to release the music. Like a lot of people love Normani, but what are we getting from Normani? Um, well, I think that's unfair. Uh because people have their process. And Normani Beyonce was also part of a group. She was a part of a machine. She was younger. It's very important to acknowledge that she was younger. Here's why. Because that means People came in the room and I'm not going to say told them what to do, but when you're you, when you're younger, people can give you more ideas that you're more open to. Right. Normani is grown now. I worked on um, I uh, helped out on one of their albums. Um, I did a song. What's the song I did on them? I did a song on there. I'm called uh, Body Rock and another one called I think. um, This is how we roll on a fifth harmony. album. I worked on those two songs, but, um, you know, we did those songs without Fifth Harmony in the room. It was like me, LA, and our staff, and we had five rooms going, and every AR had their team in one room. And that's why I know I, I delivered songs for the album, because it was like those were my two songs. I think I did another one that was on a, the deluxe, but I forgot what the title is. But I didn't even meet Normani or the girls from Fifth Harmony. It was like, we're making songs. These songs are the hits. This is what they're going to sing. They were young. Right, but you, Normani, how does Normani? You should know this. Normani's like 26 right now. Okay, so she's grown now. So now you ain't gonna just give her a song and say, sing this. All right. 
She has an opinion. She has thoughts. She has feelings. So to me, that's what makes the process a little harder. Uh, it's easier when you got 15 writers in 15 different rooms making one song every every three hours. You're getting fucking 45 songs in a day and then you take five of the best 45 and then all of a sudden, you know, do that three days straight. You got an album, 15 songs. So her process is probably different now because she is in a position where she has to, she has an opinion and she's not expected to be, you know, a puppet. So could it also be the status of Normani? Like Beyonce, we knew that she was going to be the biggest star in the world and she was getting songs thrown at her. Normani, you know, she's had some hits, but... Nah, okay? nah. People want to be with her. People want to work with her. I think I think Normani's problem is, not to put on my A&R hat, but what I would say is that she was in a multicultural group. That means, you know, you have identity issues now because right. you're the only black girl in the group with four other girls who are not your race. So you leave the group and now all of a sudden you're trying to make songs that you... Maybe it's from the group, but, you know, when you're black, you're supposed to have a certain kind of sauce, and she wasn't from that. So, I, I don't know. I mean, that would that would be my guess. You know what I mean? Like, so, she put out the one song with Cardi B um, that Stara did that was fire, but also, it's the pressure of being Normani. That's something else you got to look at. All right. It's the pressure of being Look what you just did Look you just put a whole brick On her shoulder And said deliver yeah. So now That's in her head When she make records Because now she's thinking What are the fans going to say What are the fans going to think How are they going to do that And to me I don't I don't Particularly work In those conditions Because I don't really Give a fuck About what they want I'm going to do What I want to do And live and die on that And if that works Then good for me But if it doesn't At least I was true to myself but here's the problem you might not know who you are right now that's another thing we don't really acknowledge this about artists i would say 70 percent of the successful artists in the world right now don't know who they are i mean i said successful artists i'm not saying uh uh artists trying to come up i'm saying 70 percent of successful artists out here right now don't know who they are they will. They don't know what they stand on. They don't know what they won't stand on. They just want to sing the best song possible. Or they, and this is something simple as, they might not even realize that they're not a writer. Yeah. I, I remember hearing Clive Davis say, no, real talk, I remember hearing Clive Davis say this. He says, one of Whitney's superpower was she knew she couldn't write a hit. She knew she could sing one, but she knew she couldn't write one. So they selected the hits, she sung it, and Whitney Houston, one of the biggest artists of all time, so sometimes when you're an artist, you lost. You're like, nah, I want to write this song. Well, you're not a good writer. Maybe you're a good performer. Maybe you're a good singer and a good performer. Maybe you're not that. Like, you have to have a voice to be an artist. So that's a, that leads me to the next question. I've heard, I've read and seen interviews where Clyde Davis said, when we signed Whitney, we had a whole period of just grooming Whitney. She went through months of grooming are artists being groomed the way they should be nowadays? It's almost impossible to groom artists the way they did back in the day because we have Instagram. So let's say if I do find an artist and I want to groom them, okay, I'm about to put all my energy into this artist. What am I supposed to tell them? Don't post on IG? Yeah. Okay, so guess what happens when I do finally got you groomed and I got the songs ready and I'm excited for the world? I don't have a digital footprint for you. Now there's not a, I gotta, now I gotta then find an audience for you. So you got to look at it from the standpoint of grooming happens in the front now. So now if you're grooming an artist, you're like, you see, you see me work. We ain't here grooming artists like, 
I got artists that haven't put out records, but I'm like, every day you need to be posting on social media. That's part of the grooming process. So, you know, I think people have to redefine what artist development is. People give labels hard times from artist development, but artist development is really just putting the artists into the world and allowing them to grow and giving them the information as they fail and as they succeed, tell them what they did right, tell them what they did wrong. I mean, it's the same thing with fucking sports. Only one team wins a Super Bowl in the NFL. The other fucking 34 teams, however many teams is it, they're being groomed. <laughs> like, think about it. You're an athlete. Like, that's the same thing. Like, like there's a team right now in the NFL that knows, that feels like if I win five games, we did great this year. Yep. That's that's player development. You you got to learn how to play the game together right before we learn how to win. Artist development is the same thing. We have to put the artists out. We have to find out what people like about them, what people don't like about them. We might have to change the hairstyle. We might have to fucking change the style and the way they dress. We might have to change the way they approach records. And we put it out there. Back in the day, you could just perfect something and then take it to the world. And it's like, here it is. Now it's not like that. It's like, bro. You got to put yourself out there. Any artist that's, if any artists are listening and you're being developed right now and a person developing you is not allowing you to post on socials, <laughs> is not allowing you to put songs out, they are fucking you and wasting your youth. I swear I'm not lying. They are wasting your youth. They are, I'm, I'm willing to bet money, whoever's doing that is old school as fuck. They probably got pictures of artists on their walls from the fucking 80s and 90s and they're like I'm gonna make you the next such and such it don't work like that no more when you develop an artist you need to put their ass on the fucking on the chopping block every day and here's the best part if long as I'm there you're not gonna fail cause even if you fail we learn the lesson so to me that's what it is great answer okay Joe Budden just said that um, <laughs> if Tupac was still alive he would end Biggie and Nas in the first battle. Nas is not nowhere on the level of Tupac and Biggie. First of all, let's not even acknowledge. Let's no disrespect to Nas. He's a Virgo. He's an incredible rapper. Incredible rapper. He's just not the best song maker. Tupac and Biggie made songs. They were great, great rappers. Biggie was probably a more superior lyricist, but. Tupac made songs that meant something. Nas, he 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 won one in the verses against neither one of those guys. He don't have enough cultural hits. Nah, nah, Nas got cultural hits. He just he just didn't. Can you recite a Nas verse from beginning to the end? If I run, if I rule the world, but that's about it. That was his probably one of his biggest hits. Yeah. Can you recite like I could recite a Biggie verse on Nas? Nas is a lyricist, lyricist. Yeah. He is a rapper's rapper. He is reign supreme because he is who rappers wish they could be by like lyrically. He's incredible. But I'm talking about verses is not about who's incredible lyrically. It's about who has the songs that move the people that bring those feelings back. You know, he got Hate Me Now. He got If I Rule the World. Um, he, I mean, he got Dead Presidents. You know, he got a lot of records. But he don't have one more money, more problems. How about this? He don't have one, one more chance. He don't have one big papa. He don't have one song that came on in the club. And even if you wasn't a rap fan, you was just like, this my shit. He don't have one of those. 
He don't. He is a rapper's rapper. And Tupac, bruh, it's not, you can't even compare nobody to him culturally because he, he was, he was the most imperfect rapper of his generation. One minute he was saying, Brenda got a baby. The next minute he was saying, that's why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. Like, that's humans, by the way. So why was he so accepted if his message changed? Because he was human and we liked that he was human. He was, okay. not only was he human, think about it. How many, Tupac has been gone since 1996. He probably has more interviews out now. He yep. probably has more Tupac interviews than Jay-Z has, period. He has more interviews than Nas has, period. Related to him. Bruh, he was, no, he, he wasn't just a rapper. He was a leader. He was talking. He was, anytime a camera was on, he had a message for it. He didn't look at himself as a brand. He looked at himself as a human. He was one of those rare guys. DMX was like that too. One of those rare guys that wasn't afraid to be naked. Kanye's like that too. I was about to ask you, who would you say is our today's? Kanye West. For sure. He's he's the only guy out here not trying to be perfect. Everybody else in the rap business is trying to be perfect. Nobody is going to be like, my wife's cheating on me. My wife's sleeping. No, I'm not being funny. I'm being real. Nobody's like, my wife's cheating on me. My wife's with this guy. My wife's with that guy. Da, da, da. Nobody would do that. Rap, rap is built on, fuck that bitch, get another. He's like, I'm fighting for my family. Like, he doesn't just show you his superhero moments. He showed you his struggle moments. And I think Tupac was a lot like that, too. They both were Geminis, by the way. Yeah, they were both Geminis. Prince was a Gemini, too. He was like that also. He was in a, he wore a symbol on his face. Geminis are, like, probably the best creative people. Andre 3000 is a Gemini, too. L.A. Reid's a Gemini. Geminis are, like, creative geniuses. Did you know that? I didn't know that, but uh, now I'm looking at the Geminis that I know personally. I think so. Yeah. So, uh, one more question. Um, 6 9 just was on Instagram live recently doing a confessional and he uh confessed that he's in a very, very dark place right now. Six nine, six nine is an interesting character to me because he has to be tormented because he has everything today that he probably prayed for. Right. Yet because he how he was introduced and what he did to survive, he's gonna always be looked at almost like when you say his name people have to smile or have you feel something so I could imagine having money but no longer having friends like that or like you know the friends you came up with having money having success but not necessarily being able to live a normal life or live a rap life like he's living a, a life of a rapper who snitched right so it's like you see what I'm trying to say yeah so I would imagine that He's tormented by that. You know what I mean? Like, dog, I don't... Success... Let me tell you something. Money just reveals... Money reveals us to ourselves. People think money makes you happy. No, money just gives you nothing to live with or focus on but you. And usually, you don't like you because of the shit you went through to get there. Now, I'm being honest with you. Like, money really exposes us for who like think about it everybody out here trying to get rich right Right. think about it everybody's like I'm trying to get rich get rich or die trying what happens when you get rich now that mission changes so now what's your message now you kind of like what's more out there now you're like thinking about therapy you're thinking about life you're thinking about how you feel about things and now you're realizing the shit you dealt with you know what I mean I didn't start 
I had to get a check to realize my life was fucked up. Like, damn. Because all you're trying to do is get some paper. Now you finally got it. Now you're like, damn. Let me reflect. Not even let me reflect. It's just kind of like, you got the paper. <laughs> you got the paper. Your mama didn't. Your cousins didn't. Nobody around you did. You got it. Now they all in your pocket. So that's going to stress you out because now you can't even be normal with normal people because, you know, you if you got money, you talk to somebody... They're going to give you a sad story. <laughs> I'm not being funny, being honest. If you got money, they're going to give you a sad story. Like, oh, when people hit me, like, yo, Ray, I need a favor. Hey. No, I have, I have people asking me for money that I haven't seen. I'm not lying to y'all. In 25 years. I mean, social media is there, so, but I've, I haven't seen them. So I was like 13, 14, and they're like, hit me like, bro, I need money. What the fuck have you been doing all this time? You know what I'm trying to say? Like, you ain't made no money. Like, dog. So now you isolate it because money isolates you. Now you isolate it. So the only really time you're happy is if you're doing what you love. Sick nine. He's happy being a rapper. But now he can't even really, he's like a rapper on an island by himself. Because he's like alone and no rapper wants to stand next to him and nobody really wants to fuck with him. And, you know, it's like, bro, like that shit has to be tormenting. Can't go back to your old hood and see your old friends because you don't know how they feel about you. Of course he going through some mental health shit, bro. Of course he is. And I don't know if the world is going to give him grace or even care about it. Because every time he's up, he can't wait to be like, nah, 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 nah. Look at me, bitch. So when you're down, I'm being honest with you. So when you're down, people are going to find a way to laugh at you. Before we close, I want to ask you this question. And um, I want you to be completely honest. I know you will be. I feel like I always am, but let's go. <laughs> What's some advice you would give yourself five years ago? Have self-trust. Trust yourself. Just trust yourself. I think that if we all trusted ourselves more, we'll all be happier and we'll all be less stressed. Because stress just comes from worrying about something that hasn't happened yet. So don't be worried. Don't be just, I would just say to myself, hey, bro, just enjoy the journey and have trust in yourself and everything else will be fine. Perfect. Thank you today for letting me join you on the God Show. Well, I mean, I'm joining you right now. I just come sit in the chair. You the one came prepared. Hey, All right, man. I appreciate y'all. y'all. Let's get it. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.